Howdy. What's going on? Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. It is heard live every day, by the way, from noon until 3 on WBT Radio in Charlotte. And if you want exclusive content, invitations to events, the weekly live stream, my daily show prep with links, become a patron. Go to the PeteCallanerShow.com. This podcast is also supported by North Carolina businesses, so please consider supporting them. Try not to skip through their short ad. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get every episode for free right to your smartphone or tablet. And thanks so much for your support. So working remote today out of an abundance of caution and uh, because I care about my fellow employees. I care about Chris and Bernie uh, in the studio with me there. And uh, apparently there is some bad uh, stomach bug going around. I am fine. I am symptom free. But out of an abundance of caution and... Again, because I care so much about everyone else, uh, I am uh, going to w- work from home today. Now, that being said, I'm not here Thursday and Friday. Uh, but that's those were previously scheduled. Just as a programming note, I will not be here Thursday and Friday. Um, I've got to g- go to the doctor, get the blood work done, uh, got an allergist uh, appointment, uh, which apparently that takes forever. They're going to... I guess th- how this works is they they just, like... They inject you with basically every known allergen known to science or Fauci or whatever. And uh, and then if they get like a reaction, they're like, oh, hey, you're allergic to that. So <laughs> apparently that's that's what's in store for me on uh, on Thursday. So really looking forward to that. Uh, anyway, um, we have we have so many candidates, so many candidates today for a Monday, even for, for this early in the year, but for the the biggest example of dumbassery yet this year several candidates just from this weekend so uh, and so uh, yes yeah, so we need to play obviously the, uh, yep. the zone of dumbassery that's it we are in it we are in it now and so uh just a heads up here if you have ever shared an image on social media like a GIF, and that is the correct pronunciation of it, G-I-F, a GIF, which is like the little uh, short clips of like one second long, you know, from a movie or something, uh, and uh, usually it's like an expression, it's a reaction, or a meme. If you've shared a meme, you're racist. I hate to break this to... Well, okay, not everyone is a racist for sharing them. If you only share... All right, so if you are a white person and you only share white memes and gifs, then you're not racist, which is weird. I would have I would have thought it's the other way around. I Right. I would have thought that if you were a white person and you only shared images of white people, that might make you racist, but apparently no, that doesn't. If you are a white person that shares memes and gifs of black people, then you're a racist. That makes you a racist, but not always. We'll know it when we see it. So that's the standard. that we all, These are the rules we all got to live by. You're basically just waiting to have the racist police just like come down on you and the mob to swirl and swarm you uh, just out of the blue. Depending on what meme or gif you share, if you are a white person sharing a meme or gif of a black person. But not always. But mostly. They'll, they'll let you know when they see it. And it might have something to do with who you are. Maybe. We'll see. Which is tough for me because like, I, I, I think one of the most shared memes and gifs or just gifs that I do is 
is the Barack Obama one where he's like sitting down in the chair. He's like kind of like slouched in the chair and he does this thing where he like raises his uh, his palms up and shrugs his shoulder and he kind of looks around. That's a classic. I use that all the time because, see, I look at the individual expression on on his face and his his actions, his movements, and I find them to be apropos for so many examples of other dumbassery on social media, particularly on the Twitter machine. And so I use that GIF. And so all this time, I did not realize it, but I'm basically Amos and Andy. That's, that is apparently the rule now. According to CNN and some guy who's a senior writer named John Blake, he is also the author of More Than I Imagined, What a Black Man Discovered About the White Mother He Never Knew. And so I'm guessing he has a white mom. I don't know. But whatever. This is the guy's, this is his argument. And he goes out and he actually talks to, quote, experts on this, which I had no idea there were experts on such a thing. But apparently there are. And John Blake found some. Maybe, this is how he starts his piece, maybe you shared that viral video of Kimberly Wilkins, a.k.a. Sweet Brown, telling a reporter after narrowly escaping an apartment fire, quote, ain't nobody got time for that. Have you heard this one? Have you seen that that gif, that meme? Ain't nobody got time for that. Right? That was what she said. If you shared that, you might be a racist. I'm trying to think. I don't know if I ever did share that one. Um, perhaps you put mainly because, like the 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 the, the clips that come from uh, the man on the street, what we used to call in the biz the MOS man on the street, but then that wasn't acceptable. So then we had to call them the person on the street, and then it became a POS, and then it was like, well, that's not nice either, so we shouldn't say that. So then we just say, uh, just you know, people. Just get some, get some, quote, real people. And so you stick a microphone in somebody's face, and I've done it. I did it for like a decade as a reporter, right? You, you go to the scene of some event, some tragedy, some fire, something, and you stick a microphone in their face, and you ask them for a comment because you got to have a comment. you got to have some sound, even if they give you some sound that's like, ugh, not good sound. But you got to have sound. And just a word of the wise here, if you cover a tornado it usually sounds like a freight train and freight train derailments sound like tornadoes i've noticed this uh in the course of my reporting but the the people that you get sometimes they're not you know in a great frame of mind to be answering questions but also you know you as the journalist you have a lot of responsibility in making sure that you know the the audio clip or the video clip that you that you quote selectively edit and put into your news story is not something that's going to you know harm them in some way that's not going to embarrass them that's the way i would always do it i'd never try to embarrass people i would never put stuff into stories if they messed up you know um and i yes there are examples and no i'm not going to go through them because that's the whole point i'm not going to try to embarrass people like that so that's just one of the the ethics in journalism well that i mean they used to we used to go by that. But anyway, the this woman that said the ain't nobody got time for that. That that uh that gif or the yeah, the the soundbite got turned into this gif. It was actually then uh turned it made her kind of famous. Like there people made songs out of it with the auto-tune stuff and she's she's like actually sued people over um there was like an Oklahoma radio show that used her likeness without permission. She sued Apple in 2013 cuz somebody put up a song 
I guess on iTunes for that. Anyway, um, if you use that, you might be racist. Also, maybe the 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 one with uh, Tyra Banks who's screaming on the, uh, that show America's Next Top Model when she says, I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. Or maybe you've simply posted popular gifs, like the one of the NBA great Michael Jordan crying. I mean, come on, who hasn't had some fun with that one? Um, if This is what John Blake says. If you're black and you've shared such images online, you get a pass. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's what he says. You get a pass. But if you're white, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Hang on a second. I'm reading this here. Oh my gosh, I'm literally shaking right now. I am so triggered. Um, he capitalizes black, and he capitalized white also. You're not supposed to capitalize white. These are the rules, man. They're very specific. You, you do not capitalize white for white people. Because reasons. Anyway, that, that was the guidebook. They said that you can't, you're not allowed to do that, because they're the oppressor. And so you capitalize the, the non-white people when describing them in the story. So this gives them power. Like, look at them. They've got capitalized words. Mm, take that, white supremacists. Um, anyway, he says, if you're white, you may have inadvertently perpetrated one of the most insidious forms of contemporary racism. You may be wearing digital blackface. Yeah, digital blackface is what they're calling it uh, i think ben shapiro said that the supply of actual racism is so low <laughs> that they're they're creating demand <laughs> digital blackface is a practice where white people co-opt online expressions of black imagery slang catchphrases or culture to convey comic relief or express emotions so Folks, I'm sorry to be the bearer of the bad news. We are going to need segregated memes, sort of separate but equal memes. Warning, you're in the zone of dumbassery. And there's no getting out. I don't know, was it Joe or Jim? I was sitting on hold for like eight minutes, and I come back from the break, and they hang up. And I'm just about to go to you. You waited all that time, and I'm just about to go to you. Oh, well. Uh, so we're talking about John Blake and his piece at CNN. What is digital blackface, and why it is? Uh, why is it wrong when white people use it? So they've created now this new term, digital blackface. And what it means, no, it's not, no, no, no. It's not when Jimmy Kimmel dresses up in literal blackface. To pretend to be Carl Malone, and then that is, you know, uh, pushed out on digital platforms. It's not that. No, no, it's you when you uh, like a particular gif or a meme, uh, an image on social media, and you think it sums up a reaction very well to some post or some statement somebody has made, and then you just respond with this meme or this picture, this gif, and you... You, you you stick it in there, and then it's like, oh, but you're white, and the, the GIF you chose is of a black person, and so that's, quote, digital blackface, and you're a racist. But not all the time. Only when, I guess, they determine they being, I guess, the mob, somebody else, determines that you are. I don't write the rules here, people. Oh, let me see here. Okay, Joe called back. Let's see. Hey, Joe, welcome to the program. How are you? 
Good, Pete. Sorry, didn't mean to hang up uh, too early there. No, that's all right. That's all right. I'm glad you called back. Well, hey, I just, you know, I got to thinking about this, and, and um, one of my favorite gifts, gifs, whichever it is, uh, that I like to send to folks when I'm uh, pleased with something or celebrating something is um, a video of the, the Carlton dance, because <laughs> I always liked the Carlton. <laughs> and and I never, uh, I guess I owe apologies out there. I didn't intend to offend or uh, appropriate anything I shouldn't have, but I always liked the Carlton. It, it seemed to express how I felt at that moment. You're such a product of the 90s. My goodness, right? I mean, that, yeah, yeah. I mean, but that was that that was uh, from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air with Will Smith. Right. Yeah, and Carlton was his uh, was his uh, uh, uptight uh, cousin, right? I guess that he li- yep. that, that he yep. went to live with, and he was like prep school and sweater vest wearing Carlton. Yes, and I uh, I will miss sending that out uh, from now on because I you know I don't, I don't want to be grouped in uh, and offend. Yeah. So if you're not going to, I mean, you're going to have to find another, I guess you're going to have to find uh, a white person dancing uh, in order to respond when you're happy. But make sure they're not dancing in any kind of culturally appropriating way, I guess. You want to make sure about that, too, because you could run afoul of the police here with that as well. If you if a white person in the, in the picture or the video is doing something that might be interpreted as uh, cultural appropriation, although... I would point out Carlton dancing his dance and entire his entire uh, his his whole character wasn't he supposed to be like like kind of white wasn't that the idea like he was I don't know well yeah I don't know but this is uh, life's getting really tricky and complicated right so only white images you're only so you're only allowed to share white people images okay Joe well well I'm Hispanic so is is that okay. I don't think so. They did not tell me any rules on Hispanics. I don't think we're allowed to even uh, send any of those. Oh, this is getting so complicated. I know it. I know it. Uh, Joe, I appreciate the call, sir. Thanks, Pete. All right, man. Yeah. I mean, like, I, yeah, I, I, I'm at a loss. There was no guidance on Asians either. I don't know what to do if there are Asian GIFs. Um, would Carlton be in white? Wait a minute. What, wasn't there a movie? Wasn't there a movie called White Chicks where black people got dressed to these comedians? Wasn't that the Wayans brothers? They got dressed up and they put on the makeup and they looked like white chicks and they did a whole movie about it or something. That's, I guess that's still allowed. I don't know. Can I send a gif of that? What am I? Yeah. I mean, what am I using the white chick? Because what if I think they're, I mean, they, they look like white women. Am I supposed to? And a lot of questions. All right. Uh, digital blackface, according to John Blake, involves white people play acting <laughs> at being black, says Lauren Michelle Jackson, an author and cultural critic, in an essay for Teen Vogue. Oh. Uh, well, that explains it. Yeah. Teen Vogue. Warning, you're in the zone of dumbassery. That's just for the magazine. That's just the whole magazine. Jackson says this, I want to know that cultural critic. I'm a cultural critic. I guess I am too, to some degree, right? Jackson says the internet thrives on white people laughing at exaggerated displays of blackness, reflecting a tendency among some to see black people as a walking hyperbole. 
Okay. You, you know how you get to be a, a GIF or a meme? That's the whole point, is that it's the overacting uh, or the exuberant reaction. Right? That's, how, that, that's why they speak to people. This is, it's like comedy, right? That's why people grab something and they're like, oh my gosh, this response is over-the-top hilarious, and so that's how you get memed. That's how you get, you get gifed, right? This isn't about blackness. <laughs> this is, like, what kind of a racist must you be to see only the, the, the color of the skin of a person in the gif, Right to see, oh, this is a GIF of of a black person, and so if it got sent by a white person, now I'm offended. They're obviously a racist, but you're not looking at the individual in the GIF. When I send out a Barack Obama shrugging his shoulders and looking sideways, looking you know around him, like what's that about? Like, do you not just see the man with the expression? Because that's why I'm sending it. Because he's giving me the he's giving the visual representation of my reaction too. See, we're alike. He and I. When I don't know something, I'm like, what the heck are you talking about? Like, I, I use that because it's a great gif. I'm not play acting anything. I don't think I'm the president or anything other than me. My goodness. This has got to be exhausting to live like this. It really must be. All right. Are you prepared for a disaster? Do you need some advice? Are you looking for a military surplus that's real? Well, for more than three decades, the answer has been Old Grouch's Military Surplus in downtown Clyde. It is an old-school, traditional store. It's got a mix of modern and vintage items. See my friend Tim? He'll hook you up. He gets new stuff in all the time, American-made, because it's real military surplus. Camo, shirts, hats, customized dog tags, gear... Old Grouches on Main Street, downtown Clyde, across the street from the anti-aircraft gun. The shop is open Monday through Saturday and all the time at oldgrouch.com. Hello, Jason. Welcome to the program. What's going on, man? Hey, I got a simple solution for this this gift problem. Okay. We're gonna give the blacks. We're gonna give the blacks um, Urkel. They can do whatever they want with Urkel, and we mm. get Pee Wee Herman, and mm. that's it. That's and so no gifs of of anybody else, any other thing. Only Pee Wee and Urkel. Yeah, I mean it's the whitest of the white, and then I don't know. I, I <laughs> that's my suggestion. Me and my friends do it. Uh, my black friends send me Urkel. I send them Pee Wee. You know, that's that's a, that's all we can do. We won't kill each other. Yeah, that's it. All right. Yeah, I appreciate it. I don't know. Yeah, I mean these these are difficult waters to. Uh, to travel here. Uh, here's one from Beth who says, uh, an email from Beth. She says, as long as we are making confessions, I must admit to sharing many memes consisting of white progressive celebrities sporting actual blackface. Jimmy Kimmel, Sarah Silverman, former Virginia Governor Ralph Northam, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, and Joni Mitchell, among others. Trudeau, in particular, is a treasure trove of memes of this type. I don't know where that places me on the spectrum. I just thought it might pertain to your current discussion. There you go. I don't know where you are on the spectrum either. I, <laughs> I don't know what counts. I don't know. Yeah, they are white. What about uh, Robert Downey Jr., right? From, uh, from the documentary, uh, from the Vietnam, yeah, Tropic Thunder. Yeah, there's the documentary about the movie stars that made the movie. Yeah. What about that? All right, uh, Richard. Welcome to the show. Hey, Richard. Hey, how you doing? Hey, always talk about cultural appropriation. You know what? Cultural appropriation is not necessarily a bad thing. This entire country was founded 
uh, by people who came here and wanted to become Americans. So they brought all their different cultures into the melting pot, mixed them all together. No. Our entire, our well, entire lives. Ah. Wait, no, you said melting pot. That's, look, that term became racist like 15 years ago. Did you know? I don't care. Yeah, I don't they, care. they turned that, <laughs> yeah, that became racist. It, then they, they wanted, instead of melting pot, it's a salad. It's a salad. Okay, a salad. Okay, so, no, so because this way salad? you don't lose any of your, you your pieces. Greek salad? No, no, no. Salad, now you're culturally appropriating. That's true. That's true. No, I didn't say. Caesar salad, you're appropriating the, the Roman era. <laughs> right. So, you know what? Everybody should just chill out. And if these people, and all of their memes, and all of their all of their nonsense, if this offends them, they need to suck it up, Buttercup. It's just a joke. Yeah, just, I would say get off social media. Like, if you're, if you're offended by somebody's use of a GIF that is, that is searchable and findable inside Twitter and Facebook and every, um, uh, uh, messaging app, uh, then, uh, oh, 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 that's it. Oh, that's it. Richard, I appreciate the call. This is it. I think I've just stumbled on the answer. Okay. You know, like how your phones, Take your fingerprints or your facial recognition thing in order to let you in? Huh? <laughs> it Right. Your phone will identify you by your race with your fingerprint, biometrics and stuff, put you into some sort of a database or something, you know, and then it will only show you the acceptable GIFs and memes that you're allowed to post. And this way you won't even see them. You'll never even be able to post one of these offensive GIFs. And it is GIF. The guy who created them said it's GIF, not GIF. Because that sounds like a present. And it's not a present. Although his invention was a present to humanity. But, yeah, like all it... This is what's so amazing to me is that the people... First off, that people actually like conjure up these thoughts to begin with. Like they see... They see people engaging in either argument or comedy with these GIFs, with, with little brief video clips and pictures and memes and such. And their response in their brain is to, is to somehow find a racialized meaning for it that you don't even realize yourself. Yeah, probably nobody else realizes it because it's not a thing. <laughs> it's not a thing. It's just the Carlton dance. Um, my good friend Ray Cooper on the Twitter machine, it's a Pete tweet, he says, This just shows that it is useless to try and avoid doing things that offend the left. They are pre-offended by your very existence, so they will find a way to manifest that in anything and everything they do. So, just live your life accordingly. There you go, I agree. Uh, I got two different people. Oh, see, this is what we're all about here. Caller Joe. Uh, caller Joe, uh, although I don't know if that's, does, this does work because there are no rules. He said he was Hispanic, and there are no rules I saw outlined for Hispanic users or readers. So I apologize, but I'm only going by what CNN can, you know, what, what they tell me. Um, but two different people on the Twitter machine have recommended a new GIF for Joe rather than the Carlton dance when he's happy with something and he's excited and he's celebrating and he, he always sends the Carlton dance. Rather than doing that, because Joe's not black, he's Hispanic. Rather than sending that, uh, I got two different people recommending the um, uh, the Ace Ventura Pink Tutu celebrating his fake touchdown dance. Jim Carrey, Ace Ventura in the, the Pink Tutu. Yeah. 
So when CNN posted this story on Twitter over the weekend, I saw it, and uh, they posted it up at 8 a.m. on Saturday. (laughs) And this, the response, uh, I will say it does restore some of my some of my hope for for Americans because not only did they get ratioed i mean they got ratioed badly there was there were not, all right so ratio means that there are there's more uh, negative reaction more usually replies than likes okay that's a ratio that's what they call getting ratioed you say something really stupid you end up getting way more responses than you get likes which means People disagree with you generally. So, because if, if they like it, they just hit the like button, right? So that's a ratio. And they got ratioed hard. 15,000 quote tweets, another, um, oh, it doesn't say how many replies, uh, 2,400 retweets, 15,000 quote tweets, only 9,400 likes. And then there is this thing called the, uh, the frog of shame. I don't know if you've seen this before, but it's a, it is, this is also a meme. Because what people started doing was responding to the story with GIFs and memes, usually of black people. <laughs> usually like Stanley from The Office. I use Stanley from The Office for so many things because his facial expressions are priceless. He's fantastic. You can't take Stanley away. But the frog of shame meme if is... There's a picture of a frog, and it says frog of shame. And if the frog of shame gets more likes than the original tweet, then your tweet really, really stinks. And it did achieve frog of shame status. But this is like the hilarity of it with people. (laughs) So like this one woman says, me in 1990, man, I bet we'll have flying cars by the 2020s. 2023, actually. Memes are white supremacy. That's right. That's where we are. This is some... (laughs) The response... The response was overwhelming about what an idiot John Blake is. And um, there's Michael Jordan. Get some help. Stop it. Here's Clarence Thomas laughing. Here's Fresh Prince. Um... There are more frogs. <laughs> Here's Robert Downey Jr., a bunch of Friday uh, movie. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, with Ice Cube. Ice Cube or Ice Tea? Ice Tea? Which one's the cube? Which one's the tea? I forget which one. Cube? Okay, thank you. I always get them confused. Tea is the one that became the cop, right, after, like, doing anti-cop songs, and then he became a cop on TV for, like, 30 years. Anyway. Uh, We have now been introduced to the term digital blackface by CNN. Uh, John Blake, a senior writer, said, If you're not sure how to define digital blackface, Lauren Michelle Jackson, an author and cultural critic in an essay at Teen Vogue, offers a guide. She says it includes displays of emotion stereotyped as excessive so happy, so sassy, so ghetto, so loud. Our dial is on 10 all the time. Rarely are black characters afforded subtle traits or feelings. <laughs> Do you know what a meme is for? Do you understand the point of a GIF? This is their only purpose. The only purpose of a GIF 
is to convey some sort of expression. So no, I mean, uh, unless, of course, yes, you're trying to convey stoicism. But that's what the, the squinty eye thing is from, is used for, rather. That, that, that's uh, Fry from Futurama and the squinty eye. Like, that's what that one's for. What, oh, my favorite, one of my favorite ones is the, uh, the guys all standing around and like, one of them, they got like the red solo cups. I think it looks like they're at a keg party or something. And one of them is drinking and like, everybody's like talking and somebody says something and one of the guys like does that expression like, whoa, uh, I'm out of here. And he like turns and walks away. That's a great one. That's like, that was the, that's one of like the all time best gifs. Like, who is to say whether something is too exuberant? So that's the standard now? It, you, so if it's too exuberant, I'm not allowed to use it. <laughs> because it might convey exuberance? He goes on to say, Many white people choose images of black people when it comes to expressing exaggerated emotions on social media. A burden that black people didn't ask for. A burden? A burden. Why can't it be the individual person that's engaged in an exaggerated expression or emotion, it's on that one person who did that thing. Because again, there are a lot of gifs out there and memes out there with people of all races showing exaggerated emotions. The purpose of the gif is to convey that emotion. She says, we are your sass, your nonchalance, your fury, your delight, your annoyance, your happy dance, your diva, your shade, your yes moments. The weight of reaction jiffing rests on our shoulders. <laughs> this is insane. This person is insane. You, you are mentally burdened by seeing gifs, by seeing people having fun. By seeing people engaging with one with one another in a comedic way, and and using images of people that are just people, this is what disturbs her. Critics say digital blackface is wrong because it's a modern day repackaging of minstrel shows, a racist form of entertainment popular in the 19th century. Uh, these critics would be what I like to call dumbasses. They are stupid. They should not be listened to. Just because you're a critic of something doesn't mean you are smart. Aaron Wong writes in an academic paper on this very topic that digital blackface is wrong because it culturally appropriates the language and expressions of black people for entertainment while dismissing the severity of everyday instances of racism that black people encounter. So what? So I can't I can't use a I can't use Carlton Happy Dance because it doesn't sufficiently and adequately address the everyday instances of racism. That's what you get out of a GIF. When I use Obama GIFs, that's the message you get. Literally the most powerful man in the world for eight years as president. And I, and I am to believe that I cannot share a picture or a meme or a GIF of him because doing so uh, means that I am uh, dismissing the severity of everyday instances of racism that black people encounter, such as police brutality, job discrimination, and educational inequity. He's the president. <laughs> He's literally the president. In trying to define digital blackface, it depends on who you talk to. Oh, well, that should be easy then. 
The standard for some is comparable to what one Supreme Court justice once said when asked for his test on pornography, which is, I'll know it when I see it. This guidance might help. You ready for this? Here's some guidance. Because they recognize it's very difficult to define this stuff. But here's some, here's some guidance. If a white person shares an image online that perpetuates stereotypes of black people, as loud, dumb, hyper-violent, or hypersexual, they have entered digital blackface territory. And yet, even with that definition, it's hard to figure out exactly what is and is not digital blackface. <laughs> so, even in this, this thing is three pages long. This article, this essay, it's at CNN.com, is three pages long. He interviews multiple people, two experts, quote-unquote, three other women who talk about how they use these GIFs and then have come to regret it. Listen to this one. Elizabeth Halford, she wrote an apologetic essay in 2020 about this very topic, and she said, I guess we find it funny the way black people tell their story with so much flair. Are you kidding me? Okay, she might actually be a racist. Like, this this is what you're saying? She says... Uh, those are the most effective because white people are so boring. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's a racist. <laughs> white people are so boring. Are you kidding me? You can't find white memes and gifs? That sounds kind of racisty. Saying all people of a single race are a certain thing just seems like you're into the white face territory. I don't know. So, yes, the zone of demassery, best candidate of 2023 so far. Thank <laughs> you.